on Downton Abbey. Even though Anna confessed to Mr. Bates that she was raped, nothing is over and nothing is done with. Also, Edith had a secret meeting with the doctor. Also, Mr. Carson, presented with the idea of rehiring Mosley, wouldn't do it because Alfred didn't get that cooking job. And somebody potentially stole a knife from the Dowager. And his name might be Young Peg. All that and more this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. I'm fresh up off my coma. I got my mama and my daddy and my homies in my corner. We're back. We are here after yeah. a week off. Yeah, it's been busy. There's a lot going on. It's been. It feels a lot longer than a week. Yeah, off. yeah. Granted, we did record a while ago. That's true. We did, we did a couple back to back, so it's been a little while for us, and it's it's been a, been a bit of a weekend for us too. Yeah, yeah. Good. We had a Christmas party last night. Had a Christmas party with some of our friends. Had we each had our own holiday parties from yeah, work, work on Friday. Parties, yeah, it uh. It was, you know, we, this is a family-friendly podcast, so drink responsibly. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I woke up Saturday and I was like blowing dirt out my nose. I don't, I don't even know how that happened. I, the good old subway filth of New York <laughs> just got in there. I DD'd my work Christmas party, so oh, so you couldn't get too crazy. I don't like, I don't like. Uh, not I work with a lot of young people, and they're mm-hmm. all really great. But uh, my supervisors tend to make real fools of themselves, uh, so I kind of would rather err on the side of safety. Yeah. And not be an idiot, then join in their shenanigans. Oh, for me, it, I mean, I think I ended up okay, but I, I, it took a little bit of a left turn for me getting more, more crazy than I thought. I just kept telling everyone I loved them so much, and like I would, I would do not do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like a fun like I love you, I love you. It was like you don't understand, I love you. Yeah, I mean, you're in the yeah. trenches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it sounds like a threat, but it's more of a promise. <laughs> to my coworkers that I love them. Nothing is over. Yeah, nothing will ever be over. We are friends forever now. <laughs> We're bound by working. Yeah, your lone mistake was ever working with me. I love you. <laughs> but yeah anyways yeah. we're here yeah we're here we're back we're, we're back we didn't get too crazy last well you you were you were you were little... not too bad i woke up okay no problems that's good yeah we're, we're responsible now we know better yeah but here we are downton abbey season four episode six before we get into that next uh rather january 1st is our one year anniversary already a really easy anniversary to remember if you want to send us flowers baby new year baby new year baby baby lords of grantham we're a year older we'll be one yeah, yeah, this year has flown by. So, thinking for the future, obviously we all know that Downton Abbey only has so many episodes. We don't know exactly what the future of this podcast will hold. We don't know if there's more you want from us, if there are ideas you have for us. So, what we're going to do is we're going to put up a survey on Survey Monkey, and that's going to be on our Twitter and our Facebook and our Instagram as well. And it'll just be asking you guys what you think. What you want, what your ideas might be for us, what you would potentially buy from us. Would you buy a t-shirt? Would you buy a sticker? Merch, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we haven't thought about that, but you know, maybe it's a game we should get into. And But really, like what what should we tackle after Downton Abbey? What yeah, is life after Downton? Should we watch the the first few seasons again? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we definitely have some episodes that have really poor audio quality. Yeah, so they deserve so maybe a, re- just a, a remaster. Maybe transcribe our podcast and act it out like a play 
<laughs> just <laughs> word for word, we recreate. But our, we'll have other people do it for us. Oh, do we hire actors for this? Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. <laughs> well, I think there's a lot that we could do with Downton. So I don't think that the well is dry. No, no. But there's rather, a movie coming out. Yeah, yeah. But I think rather than letting the well go dry, yeah, we should uh, search for other sources. Yeah. And not to say abandon down, not to say abandon anything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. But there's a future ahead of us. If you guys have made it this far in the podcast, you clearly like us yeah. just as much as you like Dallin. Yeah. What shows would you want us to talk about? Yeah. So we're going to, that'll be on our, uh, we'll, we'll link you to that. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the survey, there will be a little entry form, your mm-hmm. name and your email. And everybody who enters or fills out the survey will get entered to win a Downton Abbey prize. Or Downton Abbey and the Lords of Grantham Prize. I have we already one. just giving away prizes. That, yeah. That's the one thing about this show. We've been around for a year, and we've probably done, what, six or seven giveaways? So, uh, we've done like three or four. I can't count. But, uh, yeah. Either way, every all the people that get our, our little care packages really love it. So, yeah, we're thankful. And we just, you know, while we're here, I know that I entered uh, a certain giveaway from uh, our, our friend Pat at Chicken Fried Choppers, and he disqualified all of his local friends because he didn't want it to seem biased. Oh, so Pat, if you're listening, if you enter our survey, you have just as much of a chance at winning our prize pack we won't as everybody else. You. Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to throw a, a chicken fried chopper sticker in that prize pack. So maybe I'll send it right back to your front doorstep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh wait, one more thing though before we get to this episode. Oh, the trailer. The teaser came out this week for the Downton Abbey movie. Yeah, geez, how did we not start with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a long time, long week. And but, it, yeah, it came out like right smack in the middle of the week in a work day. I think I watched it in the bathroom at work. <laughs> I was like, hold on, guys, I got to go. And I went and watched the Downton teaser. So you didn't use the bathroom. You just sat in the bathroom and just watched that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it doesn't really show much. It shows a really, it looks like they cleaned up Highclere Castle. Because I, I noted this in our, our private lounge that you can get into if you uh, subscribe on Patreon. Yeah. No pressure. But uh, they must have power blasted inside there to clean it up because it was dirty when I went How there. How do you think you April. power blast a manor? You can't just whack it with a power washer. Uh, I could have used a little bit of that. I don't know. It looked, it looked nice, though, in this teaser. Like, it's like, I think you noted this, like the difference between a TV and movie quality, like, like visual quality. Like, it looked, I think Downton is one of the prettiest shows to yeah. watch, for sure. It looks so amazing. Uh, just, yeah. There's I, a scooter in it. Yeah, that's all we see is like a scooter. That, well, that lets you know it's a like later date. I think that's the mm-hmm, idea. Mm-hmm. And then all, scooters exist. Yeah, the it's future. The 1980s. Yeah, uh, and then we don't get the cast list. We just get the the, na- the character names. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but it's funny. You wonder though, are there going to be any surprise reveals or anything? Are we going to get Giamatti? Are we going to get Matthew? Giamatti? Is Matthew going to come back? Is Matt? Is Matthew dead? I think he's dead. You sure? He may have been in a coma. Down this so- soapy, but it's not that soapy. <laughs> That's true. Well, he comes back in bandages on his face, or whatever. And he's oh like, yeah, he's yeah. the cousin. They yeah. find him in like a ditch. He, yeah, it would have been the the end of the trailer is his hand coming out of the grave, <laughs> like Shredder. I think the fans would be into that. They love him so much. I mean, you know what? I wouldn't welcome him back. How many shirtless? He walked away. How many shirtless shots do we give Branson in the movie? I don't know. A lot. What, did, he, did he fight? Is there a is there a fist fight in the movie? He becomes like an Irish boxer. <laughs> is, no, but is there a fist fight in the movie? Yeah, Bar- Barrow and Branson bet on it. Barrow and Branson. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Or no, or Bates finally throws down. Bates has thrown down many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get to this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. Season more, four. Much more Downton movie talk to come. The more we find out, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So season four, episode six. It's a month later. We're in June of nineteen twenty-two. Mm-hmm. good times they're passing around toast yep 
And Carson's like, why don't I get the toast first? Uh, who knows? I, yeah, I didn't realize this was a thing. All the times we've seen them eating breakfast on the show, didn't realize that Carson was very particular about getting his toast first. Yeah. Um, and neither, <laughs> these little things like, why do they do this? What's the point? Yeah, yeah. Well, Fellows, why? It's, it's, it's color. It's humor. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyways, Daisy's giving the toast to Alfred. Yeah, and they say, why are you giving her special treatment? Because he didn't get the job. Yeah, she's just glad this guy is around. Which is, I mean, I don't know how to feel about that. Like, you shouldn't be that happy about someone, like, you know, not having things go their way. If you really care about them, you know? But she's immature. It's true. She is like a and child. this is a, uh, a testament to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, do we want to get that, Alfred? And uh, Yeah, let's just knock this whole story out. Yeah. He so, gets a letter. Yeah. Saying he was number five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he actually was close to making the cut the other week when we See, saw. See, I told you he was. Yeah, I, I I guessed wrong. He actually could cook, and uh, so he's going to the Ritz. Yeah, I'm going to the Ritz. I'll see you all later. <laughs> Why does he sound like a like a like a caveman or whatever? Because he is a cave. I mean, he's <laughs> O'Brien's nephew. Let's not give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. He stalks around. Um, and it's funny too. He has like that same retort to Jimmy. Like, I guess I wasn't. They didn't just tell me I was fifth or whatever. Like, put that in your pipe and smoke it, Jimmy. Oh hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but then all of a sudden, Daisy's crying over, crying over him leaving. Mm-hmm. It's like, Daisy, this is so. Again, you're like a child, I guess. Um, but anyways, Alfred says goodbye, thanks them all for being there, and then he tells Daisy like. I'm sorry I don't like you that way, but thanks for the help. Well, it's a lot more dramatic than that. Yeah. So yeah. Daisy's like in the in the kitchen, like rolling some dough out, mm-hmm. and he's like, Where, "Where's Daisy?" And he goes to see her, and and he's like, "Well, that's it. Bye." And she's like, "Good luck. Bye." Yeah. And they show her like kneading the dough like really like thin because it shows like how much she's just kind of like annoyed by all this or like upset. She's like really taking it out on this dough. But then Alfred is like walking away with his hand the way he holds his hat yeah and then like the, he punches his hands sheepishly up, and he turns around and he has a nice little moment where he goes over he's like i was never the guy for you and i'm sorry and you will find somebody i, I like that he puts a, it. i hope it puts a clear button on her uh, on it for her. like look this guy was never in you okay look <laughs> move on don't waste your time anymore on people who don't like you i mean it's good because you think when he's leaving he could be like oh i I love you yeah 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 and he doesn't he's like look i never I, i'm not the guy for you and and now i'm leaving so you can really move on yeah and she's like she kind of you watch it kind of wash over her mm-hmm. and then she's like you're really good at what you do you'll be fine yeah and that's how they and it's a very nice little ending so is this the end of alfred is this the last we see of him i think so if so what kind of arc did he really have on there he came on there as O'Brien's like mangy nephew who needed a job. He proved it. He got his job. And then he's like, actually, I want to cook and move on and do more things. And then he did. And then, all right. And then he maybe teased Daisy along the way, but he didn't, didn't lead to anything. Well, while we're discussing that, he, he did serve a very important purpose for Jimmy and Ivy. And Daisy. The love, the love square. Yeah. But I mean, how, real thing. how many people are, are invested in that? Have you been invested in that? I haven't. Not really. Not once the drama lays in, but like last season I was into it with Barrow, obviously. Oh, the Barrow stuff was good. But I mean, that was more just Alfred. Like, I saw something. <laughs> uh, I'm a homophobe. <laughs> <That's>, uh, what? <laughs> he didn't say that. He, he basically did. That was Carson. <laughs> everybody. It was everybody. Well, yeah, no, that, Carson was like, we all knew something was funny about him. Yeah. Alfred called the cops. 
Sign of the Times. Oh yeah, that's right. They bullied him into like calling the, the cops. Game. Oh, I'm gonna miss Alfred because he was just such a like a little easy like to be manipulated, pretty much. <laughs> just a doof. Yeah, told doof. Um, but but on I, the subject of Jimmy and Ivy. Yeah, on the subject of doofs. They go to see a movie with uh, what was the guy's name? Chic. Something Val- Valentino. Yeah, like a Valentino. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Pat Moore says uh, it makes her shiver and quake thinking of him. And yeah, Mr. Bates, what does he say? Uh, Carson says. Thought. Carson yeah, Car- says Rudolph Valentino, which is like such a disgusting thing to say on Carson's end, especially to like <laughs> Hughes. Like, okay, so so Pat Moore can't express herself like that. She may be turned on by a by an actor. Like, come on, let it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You don't need to commentate on everything, Carson. Okay, you don't, we don't need to know about that. Yeah, you're not you're not our voice. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like the the problem with the society. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyways, Jimmy and Ivy, they come back, they're sitting on a bench outside the manor, get to some snogging, and then he gets to some grabbing, and it ain't going, it ain't going that way. No, yeah. No, Ivy does not like it, because she'd rather save that for marriage, or whatever, you know, which is kind of crazy, like, you know what kind of guy Jimmy is, why would you, you know, entertain this man when you know he's, he has a history with women, so, mm-hmm. like, she shouldn't be so surprised, but I, I guess Hughes kind of commentates on that, too, when she, you know, she's like, you are kind of at fault for every, or when, well, Daisy shouts at Ivy, like, you're the reason Alfred's gone, you're the reason Jimmy is the way he is and everything. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, it is kind of your fault, Ivy. Which is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of out of place for Hughes, too. She's never the kind to really, like, shame people for, like, you know, anything. So, um... Very, yeah. very odd little beat for Daisy. Yeah, it just kind of leaves on the, this week of Ivy feeling bad for herself and Jimmy just being disgusting. Yeah. Like, it is kind of like, gross. like you're gonna, what are you trying to do on the front lawn of the manor? Like of all the places too, like come on and go, go back to your. Yeah, the, we we see later in the episode. There's plenty of places to go to the well, boot room. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say the boot room. You you're successful there before. I mean, Gwen had a baby there. Not Gwen. Um, Ethel had a baby. Got pregnant at Dallin. Yeah, she was fooling around. Yeah, there's rooms. There's rooms to fool around in. Yeah, it's like a never ending. There's rooms of requirement, like Harry Potter. <laughs> walk by the door and say like this. I got a bang in here. Oh, come Three on. times. Yeah, this is a family friendly podcast. Okay, so you're talking about catcalling people, but we can't talk about that. Uh, yeah, it's PG-13, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, the, Harry Potter's like PG. It's true. <laughs> I remember requirement. Remember all those times that Harry Potter was in there and... Uh... Luna Lovegood? <laughs> not nope. Luna, what's her? Cho Chang. Cho Chang, Cho yeah. Chang. Anyways. Moving on. Yeah. What else was going on? To other, to other dark corners of Downton Abbey. Uh, we see Bates this episode hanging in a, a dark corner. Yeah, Brooder's Brood. Yeah, what a weird thing to say. She's like, "What are you doing here?" Well, you have a brooding husband and brooders brood. Like, but he's very like chipper about saying it. He's just kind of leaning. <laughs> yeah, on this like little corner or whatever. Like, just like, yeah, I'm a dark man. I do dark things. Like, little, little, little do you know, I love brooding. I mean, I I just as much of another person like long walks and thinking about life and stuff. But it's not like I'm like, I love to be in the darkness. <laughs> He is Batman. He's Bane. Yeah. I was born in the darkness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um These so Anna and Bates have a very interesting episode. Yeah, it's It's really strange. It has a yeah, a weird arc to it. Oh no, so it starts with her asking Penny for your thoughts and he says you'd pay twice that not to know. Like you don't want to what what are Bates's thoughts? Well, we know what his well, thoughts are. He wants to kill somebody. Right, cuz uh, so they go to have uh dinner, which is uh, so they prompted by Ivy and Jimmy. Anna's like, we should go on a date. Mm-hmm. And Bates is like, let's just take a night off from thinking about this awful thing that happened to you. <laughs> they think about all the time. And at one point, 
Uh, Anna says every moment is shadowed by it. Oh, yeah, so it's hard to get. You know, it's hard to get over. Which the is fact so funny because she was it, raped. It's terrible. Yeah, but you know, they put it like a real, like they really put a, again, like a real fine pin on it. But like having them have a dinner set in darkness, like literally, they lights a torch up in like their their table at their home, and then they're sitting in darkness with the flame lighting each of their face or whatever. Yeah, and the episode starts with uh, shadows with. <laughs> With uh, Anna, well, one of the early scenes in the episode is Anna and Mary, and Mary's like, "Are you back in the ca- the cottage?" And Anna's like, "Yeah, yeah." And Mary says, "You know, I don't know what what happened with you, and you'll never tell me. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad it's over." And it's kind of depressing because Anna is Anna has seen Mary at her most vulnerable. Yeah, but Mary will never, and she knows it. See Anna at her most vulnerable. I think that's yeah. a little. I mean. Right. Granted, I know that's how the norms are, but you think that these people might be more more than just sort of ears yeah, to and, listen. And just understand like it's not over. Like things that are awful just don't end. Well, I was meaning more like Mary should if only Anna could talk to Mary. Oh the yeah. The way that Mary talks yeah, to Anna. Yeah. No, that's they're true. all human. Yeah. Just because they're not in the same bloodline. Mm-hmm. This is a problematic world, as we'll discuss. When we get to uh, Evelyn Napier, but yeah, so they get they have still talking about downstairs. They have reservations, and this weird like Saturday Night Live character, yeah, who's a, a goon mm-hmm. cartoon character. You really have it out for this guy. He's <laughs> just a stupid character. Okay, and he's just uh, he's like the guy at the greeter at the restaurant or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him, the host. Yeah, and he's like, you guys don't have a reservation. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, we do, and he's like, not gonna happen. And then mm-hmm. Cora's in there for a committee meeting, mm-hmm. and she walks over, and or he, no, he's like, "Oh, the the Countess of of Grantham is here with the with these people, so we're all booked up." And they're like, "We know her," and they're like, "Yeah, no, you don't." Yeah. And then she walks up, and she goes, "Oh, I know these two very well." Yeah. yeah. And and it's just a it's just an opening for them to make this guy look like a fool yeah for no reason serves no purpose to the rest of the episode i guess it's realistic but it's that like three minutes of the episode I, I wish we got more of uh Bates saying like check your reservations again check them it smacks his head on them yeah but this is where we have the i think one of the quotes of the episode uh where Bates says when i hear what happened because it's di- the dinner like it, it's fine but then they it turns sour at the end and Bates says when i hear what happened to you it makes me want to murder. I, I, I think I don't know if you misquoted it or I did, but I had every time I remember what you've been through. Oh yeah, I want to murder. Yeah, it's literally just like uh, um, a verb. I want to murder or whatever. <laughs> like, I want to have killed someone. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the end of the storyline for this episode. That, that's where they leave it. It's just like he wants to murder. <laughs> Motivation, wanting to murder. I like that the storyline has moved for the zero beats from two weeks ago when he found out. Like he still plans to, to yeah, murder. Nothing is over. Nothing is done with. No, nothing until he murders. <laughs> Which is so crazy. We spent a whole season trying to prove like Bates isn't a murderer, and now like we're finding out no, he he wants to murder. He won't murder you when given the intent. Like. Ugh. <laughs> I didn't do it, but I want to murder. <laughs> what if just the next season is based like back in prison having murdered somebody? Oh, God. And we get all his old sellies and buddies are like, yeah, hey, you're back. You're back in here, Mr. Bites. Uh, that'd be depressing. I, I did murder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that uh, the other thing going on downstairs. Uh, So Alfred's gone. And... Well, 
you just hit the mic stand. Uh, so there, there was pressure on Carson to hire Mosley now. Uh, yeah, well, not really. It's a, it's a matter of pride. Well, I mean, we already saw like Mosley say last week, like, no, I can do the job. And then Carson said too late. And now Carson's like, he has a chance. He missed it. But it, it's one of those situations where doesn't Hughes say, well, let's call it Mr. Mosley. We need the people. And Carson's like, no. Yeah. The, he, 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 you know, he was too proud. But he, and then Mr. Mosley walks in and he's like, again, we get to see. He's not running this time. Yeah. He's walking. To How, I mean, I know that too. How many times have we seen him walk to high clear like, or uh, down? Like so many times. So, so he walks in and he's, he's like, well, uh, I saw Alfred leave the station. I was paving the road and uh, I'm here. To work, and they're yeah. like, uh, "You but, had your shot." But no, he was and Pat were pressuring like Carson, like you gotta give him give him the job because yeah, like, well, it's a matter of pride. Carson doesn't want this guy. Carson's all about tradition, and the fact yeah. that Mosley has turned this place down. But he did come back around at the end of the last episode, which was like, I was like screaming at my TV. Like, he did come back and say, "I want this job." Like, sorry, Carson, he didn't give you on the first go. He had to think about it, but like. Yeah. I, I get what Carson's doing. I'm not saying that no. He's I understand right. too. I'm not saying yeah. he's right, but yeah. I get it. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, though, uh, they hatch a plan, or Mosley hatches a plan with uh, Hughes. Like he'll just start coming in and pouring tea for the servants as a servant for the servants. Yeah, because of uh, the party that's happening. Yeah. And Carson's like, "Fine." <laughs> it's like he just literally breaks down on camera. You can just see. It's like that Simpsons episode. You can see the moment where he. He's had enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah. Don't forget your gloves. <laughs> Welcome to Downton Abbey. What is that? Is that yeah. Carson? Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 and then there's like a weird moment later. So like Mosley is like serving the table and he says, you have to call me Joseph. <laughs> what, what, I don't understand that. Is that like a biblical reference? Well, no, um, you don't You don't refer to a footman. You Like you didn't call. Wait, didn't Mosley's call... first name is Joseph? Yeah. Huh. You never called uh, a Jimmy or Alfred their last names. You always right. called them their first names. And I like that Robert's like, can we just keep calling this guy Mosley? Joseph's a weird name. Yeah, Joe, Joe Mosley. Jomo. Jomo. <laughs> Go figure. That's That sounds appropriate. Good What's old. up, Jomo? <laughs> Missed you for a while there, Jomo. Uh, so also going on downstairs is uh, Baxter. Is, oh, yeah. Jeez, this is stupid. It's so dumb. <laughs> So Thomas holds something on her. We don't know what. Yeah, we don't know exactly what. But he needs her to keep finding out information. He literally asks her, like, "What can you report today uh, in terms of what he found out? Mm-hmm. And he hears about a secret. Yeah, she hears about a secret. She hears about a secret that Hughes has with Cousin Rose. And Barrow's like, ah, yes. Yeah, a secret. Find out more. And, and she's then like, what's the thing that she finds out from... Well, Cora. She, she finds out later about the um, about Bates. She overhears something about Bates, and Cora specifically oh, tells, yeah. "Yeah, don't tell tell anyone about this. Or yeah. Doesn't leave the room. Like something awful happened." She just tells Thomas something awful happened between them. But uh, but then it winds up not paying off because it's just uh, it's just the band is playing. Right. Well, that's the Rose thing. The Bates yeah. and Anna thing is still going to linger. Yeah, that's. The, but for now, but it's sort of like Barrow positions himself. He's like, oh, I heard there's a secret, Mrs. Hughes, and she's like, Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Tune in because next week to see how this band. goes because he's going to keep teasing out of Baxter, her terrible secret or whatever yeah, that is. Yeah, and it's, uh, I have a feeling, like, it, this is just a, like, he he looks like a fool in this episode. Who, Thomas? Yeah. I don't know. He's Because fine. this whole episode, he's like, oh, I know there's a secret. And the uh, secret is, like, a band is playing the party. I do like his reaction when he finds out the band's playing the party. He's just like, 
He's yeah, really he's defeated. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but he, you do see his concern there. He's worried about like them losing their jobs or whatever. Like, yeah, because they think the the money thing that that's what it is. It's, they're talking about paying for the band or whatever. Yeah, they didn't hire from Mosley, and yeah, and they think it's because people are losing their jobs, but it's because they're bu- paying for a six piece jazz band to play. Yeah, so let's get to that. Do you want to get to that, or do you want to go? No, let's get to across that. to the. No, no, okay, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get later. to that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Lady Rose has she has a surprise for Robert. It's a band. Yeah, it's his birthday. And it's like, what a strange thing to give for your uncle, a band. Like, oh, I guess you're just happy to stay there. Mm-hmm. But then we realized, oh, it's not just any band. It's Jack Ross, baby. He's Jack Ross. He, he is back. Oh, hello, my baby. He's singing the same song, too, that he <laughs> sang. he says Mary this time, right? He's... He says Harry, I think. Oh, I forget. I, don't know. Yeah, I, thought, it was, I thought it was Mary. Maybe I, it was Harry. No, it's Harry. I, I, that's what's in the captions, at least. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, or maybe it is Mary. I don't know. <laughs> I got me questioning. Um, but yeah, he comes to visit. And uh, <laughs> it's just so... It's very weird, but it's much more... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's much more pleasant than the previous situation with him. Yeah. Where yeah. all of our favorite characters were like, don't stay be away right. from the black person. Yeah. It's yeah, also... Yeah. Uh, do you think it's the first black person to be inside of Downton Abbey? No. I mean, During the World War, they had to have had people in there. I don't think so. You think? No. I think they would have. Would they would have showed him? I. I mean, I'd, I'd have to go back and look. Honestly, I I'd, don't know. There was definitely no black people in there. Black Irish. That's the but they're all the leaders of the military, and I. I you know, I don't. No, wanna, but like, I don't they had the ill and the sick there. So yeah, I, but they were only the leaders at Downton. Yeah. And the cousins with tape on their face. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think he, if not, he's the first one who is not a hired Probably, hand. Yeah, prominently on camera. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he shows up. And the exchange that he has with Carson is so... Com- it goes from, like, weirdly racist to, like, all right, Carson's a little more progressive than we thought. Oh, In it, my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love how, like, um, Carson's like, have you thought of visiting Africa? That's not how you start a conversation <laughs> like that. And what is he? He's like, I'm, the, I'm, I'm not African. Yeah. I'm no more African than you. Well, yes. maybe a little bit. Yeah. And then Carson, like, warms up to him immediately. Yeah, because yeah, someone calls him out. Like, why would you say that, Carson? He's like... Or, or um, something about not being free. And he's like, well, let's not forget Lord Henry of 1764. A man sets foot on English soil, they are free. It's like, all right, Carson, you know like, your history. Yeah, man, cool. And then they're kind of... I mean, he's not excited about it. He kind of like turned... No, because two little girls walk by, or two little servants, and they're like giggling at the side of Jack Ross, and he just turns and like gives this vicious stare at him like, how dare you turn these women on? You Uh-oh. handsome man. Uh-oh. I mean, I mean, I don't know. We didn't see Pat Noir's reaction to him, but like, oh yeah, I bet she'd be quaking. Um, we do catch her dancing or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, doing a jig. She's like feeling herself this episode, Pat Moore. She's like <laughs> in her in her in herself, really. You know, <laughs> sure. Yeah, like go for it. I like it. I like seeing the side of Pat Moore a little bit more fun. So then, mm-hmm. the band is down. The band is downstairs because that's where they need to hide. Or where, yeah, stay where they're going. So stay. they go upstairs. Yeah. And then Robert has a very similar reaction where he sees them and he's like, huh. oh, my God, there's a black person in Downton Abbey. Yeah. But then immediately he's like, let's go with it. Come on, let's party. Which is like, that's awesome. Like, I was like concerned for a second. Like, this is going to go bad. Yeah, because I think um, my my notes say, like, Carson is racist towards Jack Ross. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Yeah, no, I I I had a moment concerned because I completely forget about this storyline. I forgot that it ever happened. But uh, 
yeah, it, it's nice to to see them all dancing, having fun. This someone says to Violet, uh, Evelyn Napier is like, this is the first time you heard jazz, Violet, and she's like, this is what it is. Yeah, she's, it, uh, she says it sounds like everybody. Uh, all the players don't know what each other is playing. Yeah. Do you think any any of them know what the others are playing? <sighs> yeah, yeah. And uh, guess who is the one person who says something racist? Violet? No, oh. it's Edith. She says this is rather odd that there's a black person at Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah. And Violet is like, well, the times are changing and it's yeah. time that we... Violet. Time to be provincial. This is, a, this is a good one. This is, of course, I think maybe something happened in time where Julian Fellows heard us criticize. On our la- the last podcast, somehow retroactive that went back in time to Downton, and he said, "Let's fix this." That would explain so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Our time traveling, Lord, because yeah, podcast. also like Branson and Mary, who are very like aggro against like this whole situation a couple weeks ago, like Mary- Rose being around the, the like all this. Oh, they're they're fine with having this guy in the well, household fi- and everything. Fine with it until well, she catches dot, some dot, 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 dot. snogging. So, yeah, so Lord Grantham says that because he, you know, Lady Rose is a, a child. And mm-hmm. she has paid for this band. Yeah. He says, go foot the bill. Mary, go talk to the band leader before he leaves. I'm going to pay for it. Yeah. Mary goes downstairs and the lights are off and she sees that glittery dress that Cousin Rose is wearing. Mm-hmm. And she's making out with Jack Ross. Go for it. That That's that's risky in the 20s. Oh, yeah. For sure. And Mary's like, oh. She's like, thank yeah. Hill. Yeah, yeah. She slowly walks up the steps, like, pretends she didn't see anything. And then she goes, is anybody down there? And then they turn the lights on. So she, they they know she knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Saucy. Exciting. Yeah, uh, very interesting. Mary herself, so she's dealing with Evelyn Napier. He's there with his friend Clark. Mr. Blake? Blake. Charles Blake, rather. Um, and I guess his idea is that, like, He's like some guy who inspects the farmlands and stuff like that, but it doesn't seem like they're there, like on their side. So, I well, think we we get the impression that that Evel- Napier wants to study Downton as a like a version of the success that he is going to say like these old timey estates are breaking down, and here's why. But Downton is good. Downton is doing it right. But we find out that this guy is different. This guy, this guy just doesn't like the system. Yeah, he thinks like. Uh, Everyone should be helping to support towards like the food. Why? Why would this one place be allowed to be privatized? You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he's already there to be critical, and Mary's like, "Look, just leave that behind. Let's just you know try, <laughs> try and get along." But it but, seems sort of like negging. What do you mean? Like like uh, like pickup artists? You know, like he's he's kind of like I don't like your what your uh, people are doing. But then I think they just don't like each other. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought he was flirting with her, but no, not at all. But I could see them coming back around, you know, like, oh, maybe this guy actually is interested eventually somehow. Maybe. But then yeah. at the at the end of the episode, um, he's is it is it Blake is talking to Napier, Napier and Nap- he's like, I don't like her at all. Yeah. And he's like, she doesn't like you. Yeah. It's like Star Wars. But I, I feel like as much as Evelyn Napier, Napier is there for Mary, I don't think it's going to happen with them, too, because he's just too generic. He's, too he's kind of uh, forgettable. Meh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. With, especially with uh, Gillingham lurking in the in the the wings mm-hmm. or the memory of Gillingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the other thing, so it was Robert's birthday this episode, uh, and uh, he has a fine kettle of fish, I must say. Oh, yeah. Uncle Harold. Uncle Harold. Who is Uncle Harold? Is that? I don't think that's. Is that? Is that a uh, Giamatti? I think it's got to be Giamatti, right? I mean, they keep. Refer- I, who could Uncle Harold be? Like, it's weird from the talk up of character we haven't met yet. It's Cora's brother. 
Yeah. And he's he's made some poor financial choices. Well, of course, brother is Giamatti. But, yeah, but maybe it's another brother. I don't know. Yeah. By the way, yeah, he's made some poor investments in oil. So they kind of reference it at the beginning and the end of this episode, like something that's going to come yeah, along they, the line. And um, they talk about it a little bit with Branson's continuing talk of going to America mm-hmm. with, you know, again, doesn't make much progress in the episode. He mm-hmm. talks about it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's, that's, that's really it. Yeah. This is sort of like this guy. It's a fine kettle of fish, I must say. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how how that goes. Um, Edith gets a letter. Oh, my God. I wonder who it's from. It's from the doctor. Say, not not, Mike, say, not uh, Michael Gregson. Congratulations. You're pregnant. You've got the symptoms of someone in their first trimester. Yeah. And it, then the, the I had to stop because they show the letter for like three seconds. Yeah. Well, all you need to know is pregnant. You just need to see that. But then the next paragraph is like, we are so glad to take part in this journey with you. And oh, she's really? just weeping. But it's funny because every time they show her, like, look at the letter and she's like weeping. Yeah. And then the, Robert has a moment when he sees her bawling at a fire and he's yeah. like, is this about Gregson? And then she has to, in her head, mm-hmm. shift her sadness from the fact that she's pregnant, yeah. unmarried, yeah. and has the weight of the world on her shoulder. Because imagine how terrible that must be. Yeah. To being like, oh, no, now I need to have enough sad, sorrowful things to say about my relationship with Gregson to make it seem like this is why I'm crying. Yeah. Which is certainly, it's definitely a twofold sadness. Yeah, yeah. But she is, and she's in shock. and right. And she has to be like... Well, uh, there's Munich police looking for him. Also, there's a baby inside of me. Yeah. What what poor timing. Well, yeah. Man, I, yeah. Rough go for Edith. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, anyways, the one other thing we've, we haven't gotten to this episode that is so unrelated from absolutely everything else this episode. It kind of is like, why, What what is this? Uh, Young Peg again this week. Yeah. What does this have to do with anything? Um. So it was a classic Isabel versus Violet confrontation. For some reason, Spratt is at Violet's house. Like he's That's back. That's where Spratt works. Really? Yeah, Spratt's Violet's uh, butler guy. Oh, I thought he worked for someone else. No, Septimus works for Violet. I thought he worked for the other woman that mostly they're trying to get him get him on with. No, no, no. Sep- oh. Sept- Septimus works for so we, the Dowager. Wait, so we haven't seen him till this season. Wow. We just never spent time at that house in that capacity. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh. So yeah, we're wondering about Young Peg because like the the stamp is missing, the knife is missing. So yeah, this knife is missing, and then a figurine goes missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, she fires Young Peg. Yeah, and Isabel is like, "You can't do that." She is mad. She's yeah, furious. Yeah, yeah. You have no proof or anything, and then of course you know the stamp shows up quickly. Well, it, it's like a figure. It's like a little toy. I think it's the toy is like for for stamping. It has, at the bottom, oh, think, it has like this. The, oh, did they say that when you like close a letter? I think this is letter sealer type thing. I think. Oh, okay. I thought they said it was a figure. They look. Yeah. It shows. It's like a no, little it, animal. It, yeah, it does look like a figure. It's definitely Japanese. I know that. Uh, maybe make, I'm they wrong. Make then reference to the fact that it's Japanese. Whatever it is, it's a trinket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it uh, it shows up in the maid's basket. Yeah. So uh, I like that they never spend any time saying like this maid might be a thief. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh no, it just accidentally wound up there. Right, and Isabel in the most Isabel thing. She does espionage. She literally waits behind the gate of uh, Violet's house to like then enter it. Like until like uh, she watches Violet drive out of the house or whatever, and she's like pops from behind the gate. And it's like wait, so you're just standing there behind a bush waiting the whole time? Yeah, and then she goes in and she tells Spratt she's dizzy and she needs to sit. Yeah, and then she snoops around and then finds the knife in a couch cushion. Yeah. 
leaves it with Spratt, mm-hmm. leaves, yeah. and then she shows up with backup Clarkson. to put Violet on blast. Yeah, yeah. And probably my favorite scene in the episode. Yeah. Where she's like, now what are you going to do? I call, I got you. Yeah, You're yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, Violet's like, I already Violet's got- like, oh, Peg, come here. <laughs> And then she says, "Can you transcribe the the our conversation before?" And he's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then she, because because Isabel's like going going off because she's like, "You need to like be an yeah, adult yeah. and own up to the fact that you screwed up and you're vain and all these material." She also says, "Like, why are you so concerned about material belonging when like with this kid?" Yeah, and because in you can't, I absolutely side with Violet. For yeah. the fact that this kid might have stolen from right. you. Right. No, same. But Isabel's like, why is it always about the materials for you? Yeah. And it's like, because it's her stuff. Yeah, it is if, her stuff. If no, if someone stole from you, you would be, or you would question. Yeah, their character. And, and I like how Clarkson is there and he kind of like rolls his eyes and, and he says at the end after the reveal that well, Beck is yeah, so weird. Yeah, the, re- the reveal is Violet hired him back and apologized profusely mm-hmm. and said like, come back to work. And then... <laughs> And Clarkson says, game, set, and match, Lady Grantham. Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, when walks out. Yeah. Mic drop. <laughs> Bye, Clarkson. Like, what? Yeah, what a weird thing. And the thing is, so this whole young peg thing, they do such a big, made a big deal of introducing this guy last week and everything. And he's in this little storyline. Spoiler alert, he doesn't show up in the rest of the series. This guy has only acted in one other thing outside of this show. No, this is it for Peg? This is it for Peg. This is the end of his like, this acting last episode? Cr- this is, yeah. This is his entire acting career we just saw. What the hell did we just see? Why did we have to watch it? It's so bizarre. So just to see uh, Violet and uh, Isabel go tit for tat and, like, you know, Violet wins. Shocker, as she always does. Like, what but, a weird... But, but they both win. Because I mean, Isabel's snooping and meddling gets her the good stuff. And I guess it, get, it resulted in your favorite scene of the episode. So it was a it was a fun thing, but Young Peg, I didn't have to see Young Peg. They could have integrated Spratt more or something. I don't know, yeah. anyone else. Like Also, just like doofy Clarkson. Yeah. Still yeah, yeah. pining over Isabel. Yeah. Um I think we finally we got through all the the storylines. There's a lot. There's pigs. There's a pig situation that's going to happen. They're We're, investing in pigs. Oh, they are. Yeah. Is it yeah, the pig farm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they're Robert's a little uh Oh, worried about investing in pigs. That's true. Oh, we do see Violet. She comes to visit like Sibby and um, the little Isabel man. does. Yeah, Isabel does, which is a nice She's scene. Like, and they say who should, who's Granny and who's uh, Grandmama or whatever. Yeah, commiserating over like yeah. Being that, that was a really that was a really good scene. It came out that nowhere. Was an excellent. That was. It, I talk about that last scene as my favorite. This is a a peak Downton scene. Yeah, yeah. Where. She's like, I remember when the moment after I got engaged, how elated I was. And then Mary's like, or no, Branson's like, me too. I know exactly how it feels. And mm-hmm. and then Mary's like, me too. And they just have this moment of being like, man. Yeah. And then they and then uh, Isabel says, aren't we the lucky ones? And yeah. it's like, ah. And then we see Isabel dancing with uh, Branson later at the party. And she's trying to convince him, like, you don't have to go. You can stay. There's so many things you can see. Like, the world's changing, as you see this band here. And then I just started thinking, I could see Isabel trying to hit on Branson. Oh, come on, man. They, You're taking the... they had chemistry. I, I saw chemistry between them, too. It's like, there's some sparks there. But no, doesn't she make reference to, like, isn't there another Crawley girl that you might be interested in? And yeah. he's like, <laughs> he's like, LOL, no. Yeah. Not her. Yeah. I can't bring an Irish girl here or whatever. No, but what he's saying he, he's not going to go for Mary. No, he's oh. not going to go for Edith. Yeah, 
I'm gonna. He's gonna go for Isabel. He's gonna go for Edna Braithwaite. No, no, no. Bye bye. What a great reveal! That'll be like I've been talking to her the whole time. <laughs> no, no, that Branson. No. All right. Any, any favorite quotes from this episode? Um, the the Carson thing I had written down. Mm-hmm. The Have you ever been to Africa? Uh, Carson says only stupid people are foolhardy. Yeah, he says that to Alfred because he's nervous. He says yeah. your nervousness implies you're intelligent. Your nervousness, you're nervous because you're intelligent. Mm-hmm. Only stupid people are foolhardy. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, good quote. Game set and match, Lady Grantham, obviously. Uh, Mary, try and be witty tonight, and after that, we'll lower expectations. Uh, yeah, to to uh, Blake, <laughs> like okay, tomorrow we'll be like talking business or whatever. Uh. <laughs> Grantham says half past eight. I must skedaddle. No, <laughs> oh, that's a great. That's a that's a that's a nice little gif that I have saved on my phone. I must skedaddle. <laughs> yeah. That's like this conversation's weird. Time to move on. I, I do love Bates telling Anna. I, I I'm happy whenever I look at you. It's like oh that's that's sweet. Happy As he looks at her through like the, the... You don't want to know my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Too busy brooding. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Baxter, I don't like t- t- uh, telling tales. Well, that's all you need to know about her. Um, so was this a good episode? Yes, I think so. Yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, Simple as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so who is down for you, Dave? Number three on the down list, all his leads mounted to nothing, Tom Barrow. Okay. It's just not working out for him yet, I yeah, guess. Yeah, like he thinks he's got this dirt, and then he finds out it's a jazz band is playing, and he's like, Ugh. Yeah. Well, uh, number three, I have Baxter because she seems to be stuck in the situation she doesn't want to be in. I feel like she's going to come out on the other end for the better, maybe. I don't know. Depends what he has on her. Yeah. De- yeah, it really does. I mean, yeah. I guess those two are kind of interchangeable. It's yeah. Kind of eh. Who, who's number two? Jimmy. Jimmy? Jimmy. He's a bad dude, yeah. He's a bad dude. Bad week. Tries oh. to put the moves on a girl. that, he- But th- he also has the line that we didn't discuss where he's like, I've been taking you on dates. You owe me. Yeah, it doesn't work like that, Jimmy. And Ivy's like, uh, how about no? And then she, yeah. she ices him out the whole rest of the episode. Yeah, what happened, Jimmy, when Thomas said, I've been doing this and treating you and everything. You owe me. How'd you react to that, Jimmy, to yeah. Thomas? Oh, huh? yeah, Jimmy, guess yeah. what? Welcome to the club. Yeah. Uh, number two, I have Isabel. It was, okay. It was game, set, and match. She she took an L to Violet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> was, she, was she on your list? You'll find out. All right, well, who's your number one? The fetus. Keeper of the fetus, Edith. Oh yeah, Edith is number one. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just you're alone and you're you're pregnant and uh, yeah. Your man's in uh, Germany. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a detective in Munich looking for her. Yeah. So what a weird way to you said that the, the fetus. <laughs> she got a baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got a problem with that? No, nah, it's just a weird way to introduce it. But okay, it's a fetus. All right. Uh, okay. Up. I can, I can start. Yeah, I, who do you I, got? I got three. Jack Ross. He's got Lady Rose. He got a job. The girls love him. Well, I like this guy. Ladies love Cool Jack. Hell yeah. He's the original LL Cool J. Yeah, yeah. I have a tie for number three. Oh. Violet. Uh-huh. Game, set, and match. Yeah. And the detective that did all the work to uncover the fact that Violet was wrong, Isabel. Okay. Isabel takes the L in the moment. Yeah. But it's her hard work and mm-hmm. scheming. Yeah. That make Violet forces to change. Yeah, that's fair. Honorable mention to Doctor Clarkson. Yeah, for, for being there. Right, <laughs> shows up. Uh, number two, I have uh, Mosley. Okay, he's got a job. He's... Number two, I have Alfred. He has a job. Well, number one, I have Alfred. He has a job. 
<laughs> Number one, I have Molesley. He ha- he has a job. Well, there we go. That's your uh, rankings for the week. Yeah. Also, I I noted, and I didn't. I don't know. I'm waiting until now to say this. Alfred gets written off at like minute 19 of the episode. Yeah, it's so random. He's like, I'm leaving now. <laughs> I really have to go. I have to catch this car. And that's it. Well, uh, Carson's like, Mister Alfred, it is time to leave now. Now. <laughs> he has like three instances where he's like. Okay, hurry up. Look, we were only paying you as an actor for this long. You have to leave now. <laughs> Go join young Peg in the unemployment line. <laughs> and I think that's true. Alfred hasn't really acted in much, I think. Outside he's not of... bad, though. Yeah, he's good. I like he him. He could be a good... Uh, I could totally see Alfred in like an Imperial Guards outfit in Star Wars. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I just, like, uh, what's the guy? Just, what's Domino yeah. Gleason? That kind of guy. Yeah, he just doesn't act anymore. So Yeah. yeah. Screw him. I, something about being a servant here in Down Abbey doesn't lead to jobs sometimes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this is so how much you get paid to be Alfred in Downton Abbey. I'd say just like a solid, you know, salary, you know. You think it's like 50 grand? That's what I was about to say. It was 50 grand, I'd say. All right. Yeah. He's a pretty important part of the show. Which, That's a which, lot of money to throw around. It's like 60,000 pounds, you know. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Inflation. Yeah. Well, that makes it for that's it for this episode. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Next week we got a special holiday episode for you. We're going to break down and review, well, I don't know how much we're going to break down, the Christmas at Downton Abbey, the two-disc Christmas album. Two hours. I can't wait to spend two hours listening to this. Yeah. Of Downton Abbey Christmas. Well, I'd like to say Downton Abbey Christmas music. I've listened to the first disc. Mm -hmm. It's just Christmas music, but we're going to talk about it. It's Downton Abbey. Okay. And there are those, I forget exactly, what's the, the company, the organization for the shorts? Oh, oh, I forget. This laugh, tease, um. There's some charity Downton Abbey shorts that were yeah. like to make money, and they're all um, they're all on YouTube, and we're gonna watch those and talk about those. And also, we'll do a Q and A. Yeah. If you guys have any questions for us, you want to send our way, we'll read them. Otherwise, we won't. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, if you want to ask those questions, you can do it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Gmail. And also, if you uh, want to give us some money, get in the Lords of Grantham Lounge on Facebook. Chats are popping. We shared all I was the... on there at 3 a.m. last night. Oh, yeah. Because we got back from the party really late. And then I was like, you know what? I will talk about Down Abbey at 3 a.m. after having a few beers. Why not? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of interactivity you get with us. And we shared our uh, the, the hype videos for the wrestling matches we said in the Mixed Match Challenge. So that's there. It's all there and more. Yeah. Well, yeah. You don't have to give us much. You yeah. don't have to give us anything at all. We just, we just really appreciate your listenership. And, and here's, I'll tell you before we, we sign off. I, my credit card recently expired. I got a new one. Okay, good. So I'm getting these emails that are like, your payment method has been declined. Because my credit card expired. Yeah. And one of them that I got was Apple. And oh. it says, hey, your payment method is declined. You need a new one. I said, Apple? And I pay a dollar a month to Apple for iCloud storage. Mm. And I said, I don't even think about this. I don't even see it on my bank statement because it's a dollar. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. A dollar is nothing. Give us a dollar. <laughs> Dave needs to pay for his iCloud backup storage. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, well, all I'm saying is that all we're asking for is 12 bucks a year. Oh, you know, a dollar a month, it's nothing at the end of the year. You get to be in this discussion group with us, and you get to keep, or, keep our podcast alive or just, and keep, keep making it better. Or just spread the word about us. Yeah, share it. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we'll catch you next time for the holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. The podcast. Enjoy your December. Bye-bye. <laughs>